Yeah, go ahead. Welcome to the Inebriated Debrief, coming to you live from the Peach State Bunker Studio. Again, I am here with Mr. Jerry Payne. Yes, sir. What's happening? Crack that thing. And this is going to be our first uh, repeat here. We got Mr. Uh, Dan Rowland back to kind of continue some of the uh, shenanigans. That, well, it's a repeat uh, of the repeat. Is that, well, look, we wasn't going to tell anybody about that. Technical difficulties. Technical difficulties did happen. <laughs> we got Mr. Rowland back here to uh, enlighten us again about the Coast Guard and shenanigans. So appreciate you joining. Always. Yeah, man. What's going on, fellas? How's the day going? Day's going good. <laughs> Just got back in hell. town. Yeah, man. You, uh, you know, so since we're, I guess, you know, cats out of the bag here. We had to repeat this episode since uh, somebody messed it up. I don't want to point a finger at myself, but I don't think there's anybody else Not to point it at. Elbow, elbows at anybody. Yeah, a anything. couple of elbows, <laughs> fingers and toes, head uh-huh. and shoulders, all that shit. Uh, you just got back from freaking uh, Jackson Hole, right? So I went to Wyoming for an endurance event. Hang on, can I pause you for two seconds? Uh-huh. Thank you. Ooh, what time is it? It's Miller time. Attaboy. Uh, so I did this endurance event. It's called 29029 Everesting, and the basic concept is you have 36 hours to climb a mountain and then ride the gondola down, like a ski lift kind of a thing. They rent out private mountains during the summer when there's no snow. You hike up this mountain, ride the gondola down, hike up the mountain, ride it down, over and over and over until you get the equivalent of Mount Everest, which is 29,029 feet, and yeah, I did that shit. So you don't have to walk it back down. No, that's solid. No, I, I I firmly believe that if you had to do that, I don't think anybody would finish because it'd just be too much stress on your joints. Wait, dude. I mean, so going downhill is easy mentally. It's way more taxing yeah, and physical on the Absolutely body. destroy your hips. So your that's quads, what when you were that. telling me 19 times, mm-hmm. okay, that makes a little more sense. When you were telling me 19 <laughs> times, I thought you were up and down oh, one. No. I was like, oh, hell no. When I was training, I would do that at Kennesaw. Yeah. At Kennesaw Mountain, I would go up, but that's only like 660 feet of elevation you gain. And I would yeah. do like eight laps in a morning and call that a training day. And then, um, you know, you get out there. And so it's like, <laughs> first of all, Kennesaw Mountain is just a little foothill oh, yeah, it's a little, compared it's a, to what they got out there it's a in the number. west. I mean, you're in the, you're basically in the Tetons in Jackson Hole, um, and they do this at a bunch of different locations. They do Utah Snow Basin, they do Vermont Whistler up in Canada, um, and it's about 280 people. We're on this one, and yeah, um, you got 36 hours. It took me 34 hours and 45 minutes. No sleep. A couple of breaks. I took a break in about midnight to uh, to shower. Change my layers, you know, reapply some anti-chafing shit because your boy's balls were in rough shape. Mm. Yeah, I bet. And uh, still managed to get out there and do it, man. And it's, you know, hot during the day. You got direct sun just beating on you, and you're at elevation, so it's tough sun. You get burnt quick. Um, And then at night, you know, you're at elevation, so it gets down. got down to about 40. Good Lord. Man. That was nice, though. It was nice at first, but then about 3 in the morning, it got... You got cold in my bones. You still get the mountain winds, I'm sure, kind of coming through. Oh, so. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but it was about a 65% grade for most of the course. And, <clears throat> you know, you got people who are marathon runners and ultra endurance people and all that kind of stuff out there. And, you know, they got aid stations where you got, um, you know, uh, hydration, electrolytes, food, snacks. You got it. And it's more of an eating contest than almost anything else. And it's more mental than anything else. There were, I mean, there have been people as old as 80 that have finished the challenge. They take, every bit of 36 hours to do it but they also trained and you know it's it's frustratingly doable because you get about 20 hours into that thing and you're like dude i'm halfway or i'm 
not even halfway or I'm, you know, I got 10 more hours to go, whatever it is. And you're, I mean, it's, it's uh, lap four, lap nine. I'll, qu- I'll tell a quick story about lap nine. All right. So they fed us real meals too. First meal was like Greek food, euros and everything like that. Great. Went down easy. No digest, like sat for like five minutes, let it digest, got back on the mountain. No problem. Well, they fed us Asian food at dinner. And so I go and I get my chicken, I get my steak, I get a little teriyaki sauce, some rice, I'm good to go. Then they also had a little vegetable medley. It's like carrots, onions, and broccoli. And me not thinking, I'm just like, all right, I need to put something green on my plate. Boy, I loaded that thing up with broccoli. <laughs> Did that little fiber punch. Buddy, I got a... Boom. So the, the aid station is at 1,000 feet. Each lap is about 1,550 feet. I got up maybe about 300 feet, because they give you a sign at 500 feet to let you know you're halfway... And there ain't shit, there ain't no one to help you in between the aid stations, and you cannot go back down. Like, you cannot walk back down the mountain. This, this broccoli started hitting me at about 300 feet, and I had 700 feet to go, and it took me another damn hour. Because every two steps, I was like, I'm about to shit my pants. Every two steps. And it ended up being just mostly gas. Once I got to the porta potty up there, I sat down on that thing and... I'm surprised I didn't cause an avalanche with the echoes that were coming out and reverberating <laughs> in that port john Fair enough. Uh, but I could not trust a fart at so, that particular moment. So just being, a, I guess, the animal, I guess, that I am, why don't you just fire one off on the side of the trail? It's not like that. It's I mean, like I, I know what's A little not. bit of a classier activity well, than I that. I mean, I get it, but, like, I could have. I could have. I just didn't. I, I also knew I can make it to the aid station. Okay. And I, it wasn't going to jeopardize. If I had shit myself at that moment, I would have had to go... Get back down the mountain, get into my last pair of like clean, good underwear, like compression shorts, and redo everything. I might have quit at that moment. I might have just been like, I just shit myself in front of everybody out here. I'm not going back out there. But I, I, I pushed through. Well, you know, you ever seen some of the photos of some of those like ultra runners? Yeah, dude. when they're like shitting them and bleeding themselves. Like I ain't about that the life. Tr- well, nope. you look the people know. That's a part I ain't of shit it. myself since I was in diapers. I'm gonna plan on <laughs> keeping it that oh, way until shit. I'm back in diapers. How far was the? Damn, uh, how how big was the actual climb? How like from bottom to top? What was the distance? About fifteen hundred fifty feet. Um, one point one miles. So altogether, I think it's like 21, 22 miles. All of okay. hill. And yeah, it's a double black diamond. That's solid. Like with when you ski it down, when you ski down it, it ain't. I've never been a snow skier, but you look down this thing, it's like ain't no damn way. Well, if anybody's ever seen me on any type of uh, ski, ski and snow equipment, you know I'm a killer. But yeah, it's called it's called 29029 <laughs> Everesting. I mean, they do challenges everybody. all over the country. Um, it's a hell of an endurance challenge, and uh, I can confidently I see I attempted it back in 2019. Right, I went out to Utah and tried to do it at Snow Basin, and I only got seven out of 13 there because it was only 13 laps there. It's a longer lap, and you get more elevation on each mm-hmm. one. And uh, I, I was still smoking cigarettes. I didn't train at all. I was just like, ah, I'm going to go out here and try this shit. <laughs> Got your ass kicked. Got my ass whooped. And uh, actually trained for it this time. Spent about six months on the mountains here in Georgia, climbing around and doing some strength training and all that. Went out there and got it. And That's dope, dude. They give you, a, like, your trophy for completing it. They give you a medal, but they also give you a red hat. You know, and, and you can't buy the red hat. You have to go and earn it. And uh, so, got my red hat. Does it say Trump on it? <laughs> no, but it is Maga- it, it is a sharp-looking hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's, uh, I can confidently say we are never doing that again. Yeah, you done? We done. Fair because enough. it's not that it's so hard. It's just that it's a lot of fucking money. Yeah. A lot I of bet. fucking money. I bet. Uh, and, you know, they, they, it's, it's, 
they provide value because there's, you know, coaches and they provide all the food and drink you can need. And uh, it's, it's a hell of a cool event. So anybody out there who wants to do some dumb shit and uh, look good doing it, look up 29029. Ladies. Go get after it. Ladies, Ladies y'all heard it. My boy, I will my say. My boy over here done just climbed Everest. I will Come say. get you some. There ain't nowhere else I ever been a part of an event where everybody's farting. No shame. I mean, the women, the men, everybody's farting. It is, you just don't want to be too close to somebody because this is damn near a single file line up this particular mountain. So you don't want to be right up somebody's ass because you don't catch a hot well, one I, right I, in the face. I saw some of your photos, man, and you could see some of the path, you know, especially at the base. You could see it kind of come up. I mean, it's it's very much like it's a it's a quick path. How, like, how long is the ride so. down once you get up there? About six minutes. So six minutes of rest. Man, that would that'd fucking kill my life. I would take so. about an extra ten once I got back down to the bottom, check my phone, you know, just drink some water, drink some electrolytes, eat some food. I probably so some somebody actually managed to keep their watch on the whole time. They tracked it. They said it was uh, anywhere from twelve to thirteen thousand calories, like on top of what you normally burn. Mm-hmm. And then for the next four days, I was just a bottomless pit, man. I ate so much food. I bet I ate so much food. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, any bourbon? Uh, what did I? What did I let's see. I had some uh, Wyoming whiskey. Okay. Uh, is a brand out there that I did have. Um, and once it was all said and done, I smoked a, a Victory cigar okay. and uh, had a little Wyoming whiskey and spent the next week out there with my family doing Yellowstone and that's cool. all the rest. Yellowstone, that's a whole other story, man. I mean, you go out to Yellowstone, just be ready for some traffic because it ain't necessarily that the crowd. I mean, there's a lot of people out there, but it's that it's two-lane roads, and they shut down for every day they're doing construction because they can only do construction in the summer. Mm-hmm. So you can count on sitting in about an hour of sitting still traffic, waiting your turn to drive past while 30 motherfuckers sit around doing nothing. Well, one I'm sure dude I, I, Bobcat. I, I'd be willing to bet after the last like five years with the with the show, <coughs> the amount of people that have made their way out there has probably increased too. So yeah, that's I asked local about on. that. And I mean, it turns out the Yellowstone show is like nine hours north of Jackson. Mm-hmm. So probably six hours north of well, the actual cause, park. Because Yellowstone, Yellowstone is in Wyoming. Mm-hmm. But the, that tail end of, like, Montana that tip, tips in is mm-hmm. kind of considered, yeah. So it's it's yeah. not, like, yeah. Yeah, I went through, uh, while I was out there, I went through Wyoming, Idaho, and Montana. Pretty much, like, every day we were That's in a It's a pretty country, state. man. It is. It's uh, very different. And the park itself, the south part of the park, infinitely different than the northern part of the park. Just, like, two completely different geographies. And they're both way different than what we got down here down south. That's wild, man. If I'm not mistaken, I think a lot of those snowboard or well, let me say this, not just snowboard, but a lot of those ski mountains and stuff like that in the in the summertime too, they become like mountain bike trails. Yeah. Oh yeah. And like that and like I said, when you start talking about some of those blacks and double blacks, shit too. Dude, that's nope. some serious hit like those dudes that do that shit like the, the the skiing and snowboarding down those is already insane. At least you got I guess a little bit of padding with the snow. Dude, that shit's insane. What they do on mountain bikes, y'all. Look, I'm not. I'm not good with for, all hey, that. Good for y'all. Now we saw some bison. We saw some elk. We saw. I saw two bald eagles. Hello. I saw an osprey, and I saw what else was the other thing? Oh, a coyote and a wolf. I did not see a bear, uh, but we stayed in West Yellowstone, which is actually Montana, um, and then went into the park. And a week later, a woman in West Yellowstone was mauled to death by a bear. So, I say it's never a bad thing to not see a bear. I was cool right. to not get up close and personal with any grizzlies. Apparently, my wife 
uh, her mom just ran up on a black bear in their, in their house. Now, black bears are generally not as bad. They're a little more skittish. I mean, I'm more like, scared of you than yeah. You like I mean, all that being said, you still you know, if if you can if you can avoid it, avoid it. But apparently, she walked upon one out in the back <laughs> backyard or something like that. So. I got a I got a call one night when I was working for Cherokee County. Said uh, I was at the time as Alpha Alpha Thirty Seven. Uh, animal call. Go ahead. There's a bear in the backyard. I was in or out. I don't know what the hell I'm gonna do about a bear, but I'm in or out. <laughs> Get your mace ready. Um, all of a sudden, you don't what you don't want to hear on the radio is 100 Alpha 37. That's the sheriff calling. That's like the that's the boss man. I said, uh, "Go ahead, sir." And he goes, "What the fuck are you gonna do about that bear?" Absolutely nothing, sir. He goes, "You're in service." <laughs> yes, sir. I'm in service. <laughs> oh. Call the ambulance in case we need one. Shit. No, well, we got called to a house because their lady said there was a bear in her house and it was closed in her room, but she couldn't get out of the bathroom because the bear was gonna break down the door. And so I show up. I'm brand new. I got a pistol. I'm not even. I'm not even rifle certified yet because I haven't had the training for it. I was like, all right. And my my sergeant and my corporal are there. They're both rifle certified. All right. So they got they got their nice little rifles. And who do they put up front with the pistol? <laughs> I'm like motherfucker. So I'm first one up the stairs. I'm like, uh, just shaking my ass off. I was like, that motherfucker comes through that door right now. Both y'all, I'm gonna run both your asses. I'll probably get shot, but I'm running both y'all over. I'd rather be shot than mauled by a bear. I'm good. Was there an actual bear? No, it was a dog. <laughs> it was the neighbor's dog. <laughs> the neighbor's typical, dog went typical, in there. Typical freaking 911 call, right? You better believe it. Good oh, old chick. I'll tell you what, though, those bison. That's do not pet the fucking bison. Do not get anywhere well, near them. Pet one. There's a lot. There's a woman one day I've before we did our tour of dumbass got gored. That. She didn't die, but she had to go to the hospital. She got gored by a bison because she got too close. And dude, they just—they don't give a shit no. about you, man. They'll be—they'll be walking in the road. They'll walk off the road. They'll walk back on the road. We had one. They say they go up to two thousand pounds. But I'm about to say, this buddy, I was about to ask. Don't they weigh? Is about? A, they're at least a stack. I'm telling you right now, we saw one that had to be twenty two, twenty three hundred. Good lord! Like dude. it took up an entire. Lane, just standing there, just standing in the road. And I got a picture of him just staring at me like, what you going to do about it? <laughs> hey, not a hey, damn thing, buddy. You got, it, your you time, got it, bro. You got it, bro. This is all you. Like, you know what? I ain't got nowhere to be today anyway. You yep. just take your time, buddy. Yeah, we did like the do? Greater, just, Great American Road drive Trip around there? Or they just sit What's there that? and wait? What's that? If they're in the middle of the road like that, they just, like if they're on one side, can people drive around on the other side or does everybody just sit and wait? Or proceed at your own risk. Yeah, it's kind of like that. Mm. And what you're you supposed know, to do is walk up there and see if you can grab him by the tail and give it a little. Well, I hear if you grab it by the gang. horns, yeah. like, you're the ugliest motherfucker. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I did. We did end up, we finished the trip in Cody, Wyoming, which is a little mm. cowboy town where Buffalo Bill set up. Uh, Buffalo Bill's real name, William Cody. Town's named after him. Uh, and they got the longest running nightly rodeo uh, anywhere in the country. And uh, there was a dog out there at this rodeo where his name was Rambo and this dog was a bad motherfucker. It was like an Australian shepherd. Yeah. And uh, when, so they did, you know, they started with the bucking horses and they did the barrel races and a bunch of other shit and then finished the night off with the bull riding. And these bulls, dude, <laughs> there was one like trying to climb out of the stall. They had to take him back. Like, I don't even think they brought him back out because he was too wild. Uh, but when they're trying to get, you know, so, all right, all right. Cowboy gets off the bull. Now the bull's got the whole arena. Mm -hmm. He's going to fuck around for a little while. Well, they had uh, a couple of guys. They had the dancers and then a clown. 
and uh, two guys on horseback, and then one of them had a dog that was best trained dog I've ever seen. This itty bitty little dog was herding, herding these two thousand pound bulls. Yeah, and dude, he got hold of one of their tails one time and just clamped onto it while this bull's running full speed trying to get back to the pen. This dog's just holding on in the whole state. Like there's probably like seven thousand people there because ain't shit else to do it. Yep. Cody, Wyoming on a Friday night. And people are just chanting, Rambo, Rambo. The dog got the biggest pop of the night. That's sick, dude. Look, that's a whole nother profession, man. Like, hell. Those mm. dudes that do professional bull riding. Ah, let me say this. Any type of bull riding, horseback, like that and the Bronco shit. Like, that's some wild stuff, man. So I didn't understand that this is how it's done. There is no second, third, fourth place or anything like that. Everybody pays an entry fee and winner take all. Yeah. Every time. You get, you get well, a, a lot of times they buckle. Yeah, it's a buckle, and that's what. Yeah, and it's 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 seconds and rides and all that. I don't know the full like scale of it, but yeah, it's yeah, that's your thing. You got to stay on for eight seconds to get a score, and we only <laughs> we only saw one guy stay on a bull for eight seconds, so you won by default. Y'all can keep that, man. I'll stick to the uh, one motherfucker got out there with no helmet on. I don't know what like. Well, that's what, that real cowboy shit, bro. Yeah, that real cowboy shit, dude. He he got bucked off and started mm-hmm. running to the other side of the arena. Mm-hmm. Wasn't no opening over there, and he's just standing around on the other side of the arena. Did not know where he was. I mean, there's plenty of them out there, but I saw to, watch the videos. I of saw that CTE shit, man. happen in real time. Hell yeah, ain't no damn way. Look, we talk about the NFL CTE just because it's 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 prevalent, but them dudes getting that when you think of, when you watch them like and all of a sudden they catch one of those back bucks and then come forward and slap their head on the top of that bull mm-hmm. or the or, or the actual um i guess you know i guess i guess i'm not going to hit the saddle but catching that bull or whatever that, the neck or whatever mm-hmm. yeah dude some of them dudes go out immediately like, and they're just so you ever seen it, like they get like if they get knocked out some of them are limp but your hands locked in oh yeah so they tighten that rope down so like sometimes they get knocked yeah. like their hands locked now they're just yeah. Being whipped around like a rag doll to then get released, dude. We saw a few dudes Keep get rag dolled, but nobody, nobody. I don't think I saw anything life threatening. Yeah, but he, he went out without a helmet. He might, he might be, he might have some trouble spelling for the next fifty years. But <laughs> big, uh, a big old set of brass balls on him, though. Hell yeah! Hell like I yeah. said, there's some mm. shit about that. The crazy part is like, look, I mean, I guess those cowboys aren't really just necessarily riding bulls, but. When you watch the roping stuff, I mean, mm-hmm. they do that shit for real up there. Like that's mm-hmm. how they, yeah. they I mean, they legitimately like obviously they do it for sport in that context, but that's what they do, man. They rope bulls and cows and like good for them, dude. That's some grown man that's, shit, dude. That ain't me. That's some grown that hey, all, all you know, I'll I'll actually I'll throw a little toast hey. to them little little characters right Cheers there. Cheers to the real that's, cowboys out there. That's some grown man shit, dude. Y'all can have it. Speaking of sipping on, we'll be on tonight. A little E.H. Taylor. That's it. Mm, small batch, bottled mm. in bond. That's nice. It's good nice. stuff. Well, I guess uh, kind of get rolling into some of this, man. We've been gone for a minute, dude. You know, I, I know our fans love to hear us talk about the Braves for a minute, dude. Still on a little tear. Yeah, doing work. Well, I left town and they lost a couple of games. Sorry yeah, about happens. that. I'm it's back, y'all. We back. They won. They just mm-hmm. won a series, mm-hmm. so we're good. Mm-hmm. Austin Riley hit like a home run. Austin Riley, six Riley's games in a row. He went like nine, nine for like twelve or nine for th- it's something stupid. Dude. Twelve what? hits in the last nine games. Six of them were home runs or something like yeah, that. Yeah, he's on a he's on an absolute tear right now. Yeah. He can't, you know, it is what it is. And just, I think the rest of the NL East like was also losing, so we're still twelve and a half games. It's up something, or something stupid. Yeah, yeah. we're so, good. Just gotta keep it going. He's sweating. Um. So we need the. I got some crazy stuff, man, in, in the news. So I, I talked to um, talked to a couple guys, and, and this will be in another episode. But we didn't get to the sub. 
So we talked a little bit about the sub in one of the other episodes. It's probably going to come out because uh, I wanted to get this one kind of rolling first. But like the whole Titan sub, we missed that whole damn thing. Like, oh, that was shit. Damn, yeah. That was a damn absolute debacle. And whether whether it, is it real or is it well, not? and that's the thing whether it didn't didn't happen like you know we we missed that but everything else the big part is like what was going on while that was going on was the big question oh. and that was some of the uh, you know the who was it like Hunter Biden got pretty much slap on the wrist mm-hmm. um, I, I there were there were there were yeah pretty much there were the uh, they found cocaine in the White House now now what this came out now, I, so this came out after that which is even funnier but then you had the um, Oh, what else was it? Oh, I think like their emails released between J.P. Morgan and like and Epstein. That it's supposed uh, to be tomorrow uh, when someone's testifying got, got, in, in got front of Congress. Like, deleted somewhere. One of his uh, one of his business partners supposed to testify tomorrow in Congress. You know, I forget his name. No, it's, no, it's, no uh, Hunter. We we jokingly talk about it, but like you're telling me, the most secure place outside of maybe Fort Knox. And obviously, you got some like hidden military bases, but like outside of Fort Knox, the most secure and like video place in the United States <laughs> can't pinpoint someone that was like placing cocaine and might have bought a little brought a little roadie into the White House and then the videos of Hunter that's walking around in the background like him just looking oh, absolutely yeah, like doing that move where he's like scratching his head up in his head and it's like <laughs> dude textbook crackhead behavior you don't have to know a cokehead to know a cokehead okay I seen him I seen it but uh so yeah. we left off Dan uh yeah. last time speaking with you and kind of got a little bit into the uh, some of the police department and the corrections stuff, and we never really got to get into the actual Coast Guard. And, and you had a story about you, you getting in trouble. Oh, I got, I got knocked down. Right? You got knocked down, oh, and yeah. so like we we kind of left that one on pause there. You know, I guess we got caught up with with some other stuff. But go well, ahead. I, told, I told the story. Well, you look. Uh, all right. <laughs> once again, well, tell it again. Once again, this was this may or may not have happened previously in a recording. But somewhere that 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 that's recording got uh, Clinton. So that's, that's all right. We don't really that, know. I, I don't that, mind telling. We don't really know that where recording that, knew what the client that, list yeah, looked like. Exactly. That 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 recording was on Epstein's flight log. Apparently, so it's gone. So that's we right. had to start start this back over. So that's uh, all right. So I got masted. Uh, that's a good time if you if you ever do that. It's like a you know standing standing in court, except you have a uh, except you have a uh, the captain standing up there as your judge. Uh, but it all started way before that. Uh, senior chief and I did not get along. Uh, go in one day and first, well, uh, a buddy of mine <laughs> gets called in the senior chief office and they said, "How old your girlfriend? Does her mother know?" And my wife at the time, well, girlfriend at the time, she was eighteen. Uh, I was twenty-three, so I was like, "She's eighteen, doesn't matter." And yeah, whatever. So we go off and we get married, and she was nineteen. We got married, and he. I got called into his office for something stupid. I don't know. He he didn't like me. Him and I just didn't see eye to eye. And he was like, I don't know what woman was fucking stupid enough to marry you. She's a real dumb broad. And I just mm. looked at him. And I said, uh, yeah, you're not an E8. I'm not an E5. If you ever call my wife stupid again, I'll stomp a mud hole in your ass right here. You understand that. And, uh, yeah, I guess it's not how you talk to an E8, supposedly. But uh, So he was out for me. I did some maintenance on a, on a helicopter. Uh, yeah. I don't know if it was questionable. It was it was done right. I mean, the, the panel I pulled off. Motherfucker <laughs> flies, don't it? <laughs> the panel I pulled off looked at the right area. I mean, there's two panels, one on the inside, one on the outside. Pulled the one on the outside off, and they said it was supposed to be the one on the inside. So they masted me, tried to make a spectacle out of me. Uh, and so he ended up knocking me down uh, to E4, um, doing eight, uh, 14 days of EMI. So I had to go 
paint and power wash and do all the other fun shit. Stay on base for 14 days after my wife just had a baby and, and he tried mm. to fuck me over. He was a good he's a good guy, but yeah, we got we got got to go stand in front of the green table and uh stood up there because at that point I just didn't fucking care. I was like, "Yeah, am I allowed to address everybody in here?" This captain was like, "Sure, say whatever the hell you want." Turn around, I said, "Who in this room fucking hates senior chief?" <laughs> About half of my crew stood up. Damn. I was like, let that let that be let that let that sink in for a minute, and then you give me whatever punishment you want. And I walked off. It's funny, man. So, Military is a weird, weird little, you know, the whole court system through through the military because you've got yeah. multi levels of it. You got your, you know, you can get your disciplinary note with your, you know, your ninety, not the ninety six. What's it called? A page eleven mm-hmm. type deal, and then you get your NJPs, which is local level, maybe lose rank. Yep. A little bit of pay, and then you get your damn your big shit, your court martials, and that's mm-hmm. where like generally, if you're getting court martialed, you're kind of kind of fucked. Oh. So that sometimes there's jail involved, completely kicked out. Like, yeah, it's 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 brutal. It's its own uh, judge and jury inside of there. And that was one thing they told you about DUIs, man. Like, worst thing you could ever do with a DUI in the military is get a DUI off base. Oh yeah, because you're getting charged twice. That county or city that is going to get you, and and then the military is going to get you. Mm-hmm. So you're getting double dipped on that, and like it's it's freaking awful. So like, well, if you were going to get one, you better hope it's on base. Obviously, yeah. you don't want one at all, but at least if you get it on base, you're getting one because and you're getting one that's not really going on your record. Exactly, exactly. But yeah. that same day, I got masted. They had two DUIs that happened out in the town, and it was only they didn't make the whole base come. For my, for mine, the whole base, all fourteen hundred people that were stationed there, were sitting in this room. Damn. Just watching it, yeah. yeah they, really? they, I mean, they tried to they tried to make a big show out of God, it. God, you gotta love it, dude. The military is. I did, but I got out and 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 went um, to the reserve side. But you can't. Coast Guard doesn't have aviation reserve, so I was a yeoman, I was a paper pusher, and that shit was fucking miserable. Mm-hmm. That shit Look, was I, miserable. I I enjoy. I I liked the customs and courtesies of the military. And they're all a little different, you know, depending mm-hmm. on which branch you're in and stuff like that. Like, I liked it because it's kind of cool because it's, it's its own system. But at the same time, like, you know, when you talk about promotions, mm-hmm. when you talk about uh, – or so promotions one thing. When you talk about company turnovers, so when you when you get a new battalion commander or, you, you know, generally when you get a new battalion commander, well, not only are you getting a new battalion commander, but now you've got other officers. So whether it's captains, lieutenants – uh, or you're higher enlisted, you're, you know, your your sergeant majors moving around, mm-hmm. going from another battalion or coming in. What like there's this whole damn formation and ceremony about that shit. And so I don't know why, but I swear to God they plan all those motherfuckers in the middle of summer. Yeah. So you're standing out in formation to do these damn things. They're not locking in, knees. in the middle of summer. And dude, you're watching. And the funny part about it is, dude, you watch people lock those knees, and it's like redwoods falling. Yep. I mean, they all of a sudden it's just boom. Bam, when y'all change bam. out, when y'all change out like that, though, is it like the whole battalion's changing out? Like if if, if the main guy's going, is a lot of people under him going too? It's usually the officers, officers, okay. and 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 then sergeant major. Now you may get some of the enlisted, but usually if the enlisted are moving, it's not necessarily like a ceremonial type deal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Excuse me. It, unless it's like your your battalion sergeant major. It majority of the time, if you're doing the actual formation stuff, it's uh, like the big stuff. It's it's your it's your big officer, so it's your company CEOs, so yeah. which are usually captains in, yep. in our ranks. Uh, 
I don't know if the XOs even got it at that point. So I don't know if the, like first or second lieutenants even got it there. But generally, your like your your um, your battalion commander, who was your lieutenant colonel, was switching out. Your sergeant major was switching out, and then maybe some of the captains switch out. So they just kind of go through the whole thing like that. The other ones we need to do is that post deployment, depending on whenever you got off post, if there were like big awards being given out. So your big, you know. Bronze stars with a V and stuff like that, like those, you'd hold those out. Now, uh, those aren't generally, unless they decide to do, hey, we're going to rock out all six of these, but they usually kind of like to split it up. Like they don't necessarily want to do like three bronze stars and then a NAM with a V over here. Like they kind of separate the two because a bronze star is a bronze star, you know? So there's separation. So they do try to like, it, it seems like they try to separate it, but they will also at the same time, if there's five people getting a bronze star, well, then they're doing the presentation, and they and they read out the whole cert for the bronze stars five you know, different times. Oh, well, because it's individual per person. Yep. So you're getting why this person got it. So like, and you're standing in formation. So they're not awful, man. It just happens. Like it just depends on the time of year. But I remember, I, I don't know if it was just the way that we deployed in our deployment times. It seemed like every fucking time we deployed, <laughs> when we got back, it was prime time for damn summertime damn awards and shit like that so awards and turnovers and it was like good lord dude we're out here in the middle of june july 90 degrees people i mean and, and they're dropping and, and the funny part about it is that it didn't happen as often but we had a few times where the co in front of their damn battalion all of a sudden bam just locked yep. the knees all of a sudden just timber <laughs> so i think that's where the coast guard differs because we might we might have changed on the boat it's different yeah like so i was on a boat for the first year anytime captain XO, ops, any of those guys are changing out. It's a big ceremony. Yeah. Uh, especially the CO. Um, but when you're in the aviation side of it, it is like if the captain leaves the base, we're getting a new captain. That's the one thing. But if ops is leaving, anybody else is leaving, the only time that we really did a big show is really big awards or if uh, a new CO was coming on or somebody was retiring. And then that was the only time that we had like a big big show about everything uh, or the president bush showed up uh out there when we were when i was there but that was anytime that shit happens but as far as people just coming and going it's like bye motherfucker mm-hmm. see you that's the worst next thing man could, up that's yep. the that's the worst thing that could happen is someone would actually like clout show up oh, dear god dude yeah. you know we had you get secretary of defense secretary of state something like that like decides to show it's like oh, chief of staff and it's like good lord this becomes a whole well that should affect whole damn debacle at that point man that should affect everybody everybody has had the president come visit their city and it's like god fuck, and especially in atlanta mm-hmm. bro they got to get from that damn airport all the way up to fucking i don't know well, well they the usually they fly into marietta yeah and then they drive down to atlanta because that's they don't normally do Shut it down the they don't city. normally do it in in marietta or around the metro area yep. they take them down so it's like they're shutting down 75. Mm-hmm. They'll fly in. Yeah, fly over there in Dobbins. Dobbins, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And they shut it down, dude. 75 south from from essentially Delk Road yep. all the way down to wherever the hell they want to go. Dude, they lock that shit. Dude, it does not move. And there's no other rerouting. Like, it's it's just. That's on both sides. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, that shit's crazy. I need that kind of service. Shit. Yeah, that'd be nice, dude. Oh, man, well, that's what COVID was. For, dude, I'll never. Dude. dude, COVID traffic was the best traffic oh, I've ever seen in my hell life. yeah. I was still in school, and when, when we were in school, uh, and COVID hit, I had they were just very first test. They started online, so I was like, "I'm going to a buddy's house." So I drove to a buddy's house. I didn't from from my house 
uh, in Ackworth, all the way down past Delk Road, didn't see a single car on the interstate. Yep. Hell yeah. I was like, dude, dude it this was, shit is You weird. could leave your house 15, 20 minutes late and still be 10 minutes early. Yep. Mm-hmm. And that's how good it was. Mm-hmm. I wish we could have that back. That that's those, I bought the Mustang. That and those gas prices would be real nice Ooh, right now. The gas prices were so good. Mm-hmm. Can't be upset about that. Oop. So, Dan, man, um, talking about some of the Coast Guard stuff, man, you know, you told me a couple stories. But uh, we, we, we talked, I guess, our, our last time speaking on some of this about some of the debacles, some of the ladies, some of the stuff y'all got to do and got in, in, yeah. intertwined with there. So, like, what's yeah. up? Give us a little insight, man. Uh, you, get more, you get more of the fun stuff on the boats. Uh, and I, I wouldn't trade what I, did at, what I did in the Coast Guard as far as aviation, but on the boat is where you had port calls and, ooh, man, those fucking got wild. What country did you say it was? It was like... Damn, Y'all were South America or, or yeah, Central America. I went, to, America, uh, I went right? to Cuba, Curacao. Curacao, um, that's what you said. Aruba. Curacao was a good one. Aruba, uh, Costa Rica on the Atlantic and the Pacific side. Panama City, Panama. Uh, been to Cancun. Uh, there's one other one. But I got to go across, the, got the order of the ditch where you go across the equator and do all the, or through the uh, Panama Canal. Uh, so I, I had a lot of fun. But yeah, Curacao. Mm. The it's Beach where, uh, Club. Andrew Jones and Ozzy, I believe. Ozzy Abbies, yeah. Ozzy Abbies. Just to bring that back to the Bravos. But yeah. Yeah, I'll take it. Uh they uh they have something out there at the beach club and it's it's probably four to one women to men. And it is mm. fucking nuts. I mean, it is drinking time. Uh, but yeah, it was a uh, it was a curacao that I pulled in, our boat pulled in, uh, and another Coast Guard cutter pulled in at the same time. So we had two ships there at the same time and that was a I mean fight after fight but then we're all out and then how they do things there because they're they're very big about protecting their people yeah and so especially in the water because they got some nasty creatures out in the water out there uh and so they build a huge rock wall uh out in the water that's probably you probably got 100 probably about a football field of swimming area and they got these giant rocks that are probably about the size of houses that are in the water so animals can't swim in but you can go out there and swim up and get out on, on top of these rocks because they're up and out of the water. And so uh, you get out there and, you know, we were all drunk, a little drunk, not supposed to be out in the water, you know, 2 o'clock in the morning. But, you know, it happens. It happens. Good time. So we swim out there and, you know, I got these two girls and they're like, hey, uh, we're going to rape you. I was like, can't, can't rape, rape the willing, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so, God. Yep. So that was a, that was a good time. Uh, but, uh, yeah, there was... Ooh man, one, just, one just, of them tried to sit on my face and I couldn't do it. It was bad, man. It was bad. as like, salt water, huh? Uh, it wasn't. Yeah, you call it salt water if you want. More like <laughs> fucking swamp water. That shit was rough. I was like, nope. Next. Well, that's the, that. That's the shit they were trying to keep on the other side of those rock walls. You know? Yeah, she should have been <laughs> one of them grizzlies. God, it was rough. Man, it was rough. Damn, son. Oh uh, well, mm. we've discussed that one before, man. Look, you know, sometimes <laughs> you just, you know. Situation Take situation takes precedence, man. Yeah, but not when you got two. Well, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> situation if takes you got precedence. Two, if man. you got two, you can afford to piss one off. Well, yeah. and I did. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, honey. I'm busy over here. So. But yeah, I mean, so you got stuff like that, but then you, you know. Now, were those locals or were those Coast Guard girls? Uh, it was one of each. Yeah. Mm. Wow. Um, Even- I won't tell you which one had the swamp water. We'll be nice about that. <laughs> It couldn't have been the Coast Guard girl because the other one was a Dutch woman with blue hair, blue, or blonde hair, blue eyes, and Damn. a Dutch mm. woman living in 
Where was that? Curacao? Oh yeah, there's a bunch of them over there. Good she must be popular. Oh, she, there's. I mean, that's that's pretty. That, there's a ton of them over there. Yeah. Fuck, dude. I guess we gotta go to Curacao. But yeah, yeah. that was. There's Curacao, but then you know you have Coast Guard cutters that have male and female. I would just happen to be on one of those boats, so it was, uh, you know, you, you find out where cameras are and where cameras aren't, and uh, where we store the mooring lines is called the bee hole. It's uh, so, <laughs> a great name for it, isn't yeah, it? Uh-huh. Yes, it is. So uh, there, you know, there, I might have had a friend or two that went down there and, and took care of some business while we were out in the middle of the ocean and uh, morale gear. I mean, got to got to keep things clean down there, so. Uh, you know, go down there and spend a couple hours. Got to clean the bee hole. That's it. Got to clean the bee hole. You do have to clean the bee hole. I learned that lesson the hard way. I did. I read that in a biology book, man. <laughs> I learned that lesson book. the hard way about three uh, times at the beginning <laughs> of the year. <laughs> but yeah, I think last time, last time when we recorded this, we talked about swimming out in the middle of the ocean too, though. We had uh, we so you do shark watch. There's a great video. Oh, if yeah, you look yeah, up the, yeah, uh, yeah. We watched that. Yeah, there's a uh, Coast Guard video where they're out there swimming. They literally have a unicorn fl- little float. And there's a shark up and around them, and uh, they're out there trying to trying to shoot the shark or try to keep it away as a, as a little small boat's going around trying to save people. Everybody freaking out and losing their shit. But so yeah, swim call out in the middle of the ocean is a whole other story too. When you're swimming, you don't see land. Man, it's fucking eerie. Mm. It yeah, I'm not. Eerie. I'm not about that. I've had this conversation a good number of times recently. Maybe it's just age, but I'm dude. Fuck the ocean. Now that's not saying I won't go and do, but like I'm, dude, I am not fucking around with the ocean anymore. I'm not doing shit that I was doing at 18, 19, 20 in the ocean anymore because it's just swim out to the sandbar. Yeah, like, dude, if I ain't got a dude, if if I don't have a fucking pool noodle, (laughs) out your face, dude. Like I'm, I'm out here to drink beers and have a good time, and last thing I'm trying to do is swim for my life. Boy, you'd be out there with some floaties on looking Dude, good for a show. I'll be out there with some straight up fucking arm floaties <laughs> doing doing work, man. Arm floaty, two pool noodles between your leg and have a good time. Now the whole pool noodle or the whole damn shark thing, that's a whole nother story. Like that's the that's the other thing about the lake. Or I'm sorry, about the about the ocean. Uh-huh. Since you enter the ocean, you are not an apex predator. We are a- apex predators on land. Yeah. And now sharks. and there's some monsters out here. I mean, we talk about lions and bears and shit. I mean, you gotta be smart, but like you immediately drop significantly once you enter yep. the fucking ocean. What about orcas? Yeah, well, and that's mm-hmm. and you know, yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're, 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 they're like some, taking the some, problem is they're on some revenge mission right I'm now telling too. You, they, they the are. number of them is the number of creatures in that vat. I don't care if the, if it's close to the beach or not. I don't give a shit. I'm just saying the number of animals that will fuck you up. What was it uh, that got Steve Irwin? It was a that's stingray. stingray. Yeah, see, but the thing is, you talk about swimming and being close. I don't give a shit about close to the beach, man. We used to do beach patrols. Uh, when I was stationed down in Mobile, we'd be flying down to Panama, and there'd be people swimming, and three feet away from them is a, a 10-foot shark that they have no clue it's even yeah, there. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And you're like, uh, well, no, no, no. I'm, I'm, but, only, but I, I'm only five foot from the shore. I don't, I don't, fuck, I don't care. Well, no, and that's what I'm saying. It's like, I don't care if it's on the beach because like, yeah. they're that close, but like we're not even talking about the the depths of the ocean we're yep. talking about on the beaches where you're running sh- dude you start talking about actual like like i said i mean you got, you got to go a little more north with the with the colder water but like the killer wells dude the damn uh the the freaking giant squid and shit i know all that shit's deep but i don't i, don't, I ain't trying to fuck around with that <laughs> now you get out there near australia everything in that fucking water can kill you oh yeah they got little snails that can kill they've you. got that like they've got out you you've got obviously sharks, but then you've got sharks, you've got snakes, you got jellyfish, you got sea urchins. They've got ten of the most poisonous, deadly animals 
yep. water animals. And then they the surround land. their shore. They fuck. Keep that, dude. Like <laughs> that's why it's an island. Keep that. That's why it was a prison. <laughs> Send them there. So you know, it is what it is. I, I, I can't say though if I if I was out on a boat and where I couldn't see land and they said, "Hey, who wants to jump?" I'd probably jump in the water still. That's just I'm, I'm pretty comfortable with it, but it doesn't. Uh, you know, it's not about. I guess for me, it's not about being comfortable in water. It's knowing that. It's knowing what can eat you. What what else is, could potentially be in the yeah, water? See, I now I also don't want to have to fucking tread water for twenty hours either. Like that's, well, that's not nice that's thing about never salt water. Goal, you just you know? kind of well, yeah, maybe, but I don't want to <laughs> do it. It ain't maybe, man. Yeah, I don't want to do it. I mean, I, I agree with that. That's all I'm saying. It's like, like, like I, I'm, I'm a, a fish, bro. I where I can't. I, I ain't got my AR out there, man. What am I gonna do? <laughs> well, you got the, you got the guys on the boat to do that for you. Well, I mean, you know they what? suck because if you watch I, that yeah, video, well, none no. of them fucking hit. Yeah, now I'm yeah exactly. Now I'm trusting somebody. <laughs> else. Hang on now, dude. Shark is out there laughing oh, at him. He's like, "Oh, you gonna shark. miss me again? <laughs> night, 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 junior. Go ahead and just mag dump me. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Take that leg Reload. right there. Yeah, go ahead and do it again. So yeah, so I mean, Coast Guard Coast Guard was a great time. I, I wouldn't have changed it for for the world, but. Man, on the boat though, that's. Mm. I bet. Now you guys, you told me you guys got to do some uh, some pretty cool stuff too. Like y'all were doing like big like drug busts and stuff oh, like yeah. that, and so, yeah. or what you found bricks. Like, yeah, you can look it up. Look up uh, Daniel Roland Coast Guard on there. You'll see a nice picture of me holding. That's the richest I ever was in my life, right there, holding a, a, a freaking brick of cocaine, uh, <clears throat> uncut. What do you think it was like? Three pounds, four pounds. Oh no, those are like eighty pounds. Eighty pounds. Yeah, they're fucking. Oh heavy. my god, one brick, dude. Yeah, if that thing would just happen to have gone missing, Woo. you would have mm-hmm. never. So had when to do when you get else. them on the boat, though, the second you bring one on the boat, they have three of the. I mean, you have security teams. It, it's normally MKs or or BMs that fully suited, like fucking gear and everything, bulletproof vest, ARs, and they stand around it in a circle, and it's a twenty-four hour watch. I'm like, boys. Y'all can't lock this shit up in the trailer or in, in one of the little cabinets downstairs and just be fucking good. Why we got a Why we got bulletproof vest and shit? Because you know, got the key, motherfucker. Because yeah, they know. Because hey, they know private Smuggatelli's about <laughs> to creep up in that shit and just hit him but, a little. little well, the, nice mama thing, the nice thing is, whenever you handle cocaine on the in the Coast Guard, it's uh, thirty days that you cannot be drug tested. All right. So you're telling me I get to bang women <laughs> and do lines. In the cocaine, and I got thirty. 30 days. I got thirty days to that's dude, it. cocaine's out in, in like three or four days, man. Now, now that's, they, that's two weeks of just living your best life. I'll probably. tell you what, though, that shit would be scary now because like you might be holding a brick, and it's like, look at all this coke. It's like, nah, it's fentanyl. Like, yeah. congratulations, you're done. Good night. But the thing is, like, well, that's now, how you start. Now, you start off with a little, little pepper, little pepper bump, and then <laughs> then escalate. <laughs> now escalate. Is a, now is they if they test you and you're over what they think should be the normal, then they, then they'll try to take you from what I understand. But mm. when I was in there, it was, nope, you can't be. Daniel Roland, you're up. Uh, never mind. You touched cocaine 29 days ago. You can't be tested. Sweet. So was that, I mean, mm. y'all found that on uh, just like a a, a ship? Some, yeah, so uh, we were runners? driving around. And so we at night, we go blackout. And so, and, but we're, we're looking at the radar constantly. And then we see this thing. On pop up on the radar and it's moving at like forty knots through the water and you're like, "Fuck is that?" So we put the helicopter up in the air and sure enough, these motherfuckers are just running. So we get the helicopter, gives them some warning shots, try to slow them down. Uh, if they don't slow down, then they pull out the sniper and shoot out their engines from the helicopter. So that's that's always a fun time to watch. That's sick. And so as soon as they do that, these motherfuckers are just one right after the other, just chunk them in the water. Damn. But to their dumb ass, all these motherfucking bricks float. <laughs> and so we just go by, pick them up, 
There was uh, six guys on that boat that we picked up. We picked up 178 bills, and just, man, they were just chunking them. Cocaine and fucking Coast Guard girls. That's it. Sounds awful. Nah, Have you seen time. that video? It, it, it's a little bit older now, but like I guess it's it kind of surfaced um, recent in the last couple months, but it's it's a Coast Guard guy. Like This dude's on his boat, and they're chasing down. It's like a little mini submarine. Oh yeah, and he jumps up on the motherfucker. He's like, oh, about to Barco, He's like beating on it, and then they open the door, and he's like, dude, I mean, that's dude, that's some John Wayne shit, dude. That's, that's honestly kind of dope, that's dude. The best commercial I've seen for the yeah. Coast Guard. Dude, I'm sure that shit is not every day, but that if you want to sell the Coast Guard, that's dope because that dude straight up jumps like yep. off a boat onto the top of a submarine, just like half floating, and yeah, beating on the on the, on the actual hatch. Yeah, that's yeah. gangster, dude. Uh, you know, we, we we saw a. You know how many Coast Guard there. girls he smashed that night? Oh, probably about two, at least. <laughs> it two. Depends on what boat he <laughs> <it> was on. <laughs> I mean, and he, if it wasn't girls, I'm sure there was some some some, some fanny panner that was like, yeah, come yeah, but the, come the, get the me. boat that they were on is, is one of the boats that take off from shore. Um, so it was a little, you know, 60, 70 foot boat that you go out there and they just they go out for patrol or they're normally there if. Somebody's about to jump off of a bridge, and they go out there and have to set up a perimeter. And if they jump, then they got to recover the body. They're just there for that stuff. Um, but so, I mean, it's still fucking fun. I mean, motherfuckers haul ass at that water. Uh, yeah, that's. I mean, dude, that's that, like. You know what's crazy about that whole video, is that I can't imagine people that are smuggling drugs aren't also, like, packing weapons of some sort. Oh yeah, and I and I understand that at some point you make a decision like, all right, are the drugs worth my life? But that dude's beating on that damn hatch door, that sub, that little mini. Sub. I couldn't figure out why they opened it, and then they opened it, and now and my thought was like, when they opened, that dude was just standing there, like when they opened, like he didn't come back just in case they started firing like straight out the top of it, like he was just there. So if they did have anything, like his face would have been gone. Unfortunately for him, it wasn't. Well, I think he did have a rifle. Or well, like he something. did, he did, but it wasn't like necessarily pointed down because like no. he jumped on like he might have had a pistol. I think the guys behind it like, but either way, like you open the door like, I, I guess I, I don't know maybe just some var training. Like I'm not, my thought is that like if that door is opening, like I don't want to be the first thing that's immediately seen. I just don't know why they opened the door. That's the thing to me. Well, why didn't it like submerge? Is the bigger question. Another I don't think it could. I think it, the report came out that it wasn't just, able to submerge. It's just like a little they, mini. mini. Uh, no, it can submerge, but they had some some problems going it, so on. It couldn't go under. Turns out, drug runners on a old ass sub. And speaking of subs, I want to go back to that because they had to have the the Coast Guard with the Navy out looking for that damn thing after the uh, implosion. Oh, or oh, by yeah. the way, that that sub was called the first one that we were talking about was called Titan One. Titan One. That's what it's called? No, no, that was the one with the cocaine. Uh, the one that imploded was Titan 2. Titan 2. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, well, those, like, I cannot imagine the assignment. Hey, why don't y'all go out in the middle of the Atlantic, and uh, there's something that's about the size. Uh, it's about the size of a Nissan Sentra. Maybe an Altima. Give it a little, about, little, give it a little size. It's about a mile and a half down. Why don't y'all go find that? Excuse me? Coast Guard goes... We'll look for debris on top of the water. Yeah, well, you know, you know, they told them that they the military wasn't searching for it because they knew it imploded on Sunday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So the military, that came out later. The, the Navy came out and reported on Sunday. They got and uh, like I said that this is all obviously can come up in another episode, but um, the Navy reported on Sunday that they heard 
they knew that it imploded. They right. knew that it, they they heard they heard the sound. They heard the noise. They reported it, and it never got reported and pushed out. So they allowed people to send something. I don't remember. Maybe it was Costco, but they allowed people to like we're going to send stuff over there. We're going to go look for. It. But all that was more distractor as well because yeah. the the Navy knew, and that was the other thing I asked when that when that first happened. I was like, okay, if this thing is still intact and surviving. Bro, we've got the greatest Navy in the world with some of the most high-tech sonar, like just some of the most high-tech technology in the world. You're telling me that we can't find. Uh, the ocean is big. Dude. It is, but, but the, the you knew where they big. but you knew where they were. Like they were around that Titanic. Mm. So like even in that context, like with some even of the then. sonar, some of the stuff that they can push and send out, like because you gotta like there's stuff that we have that we don't know about. That that well, we utilize and that's and that's the factor. That I'm kicking is that like there's stuff that they that we know or that I, I just assume I guess at this point that we could use that would have given us a good idea because you understand like yes the ocean's vast mm-hmm. but you knew that they were going to the Titanic you can have a direct route you you know where their line was like where they're going down because all this stuff's marked until it lost the signal so you still got a space like but that's not how water no works way. there's our, currents our and there's underwater currents that push things in different directions yes and I, they I, knew. But that they were the also claiming, gone that, already. Yeah, exactly. But they so were claiming they, they were claiming there was wasn't tapping. There. No, they were claiming oh, there was tapping. There was ta- they heard tapping. Oh, they that was like they heard tapping about every thirty minutes. Exactly, and that was the point. Where it's like, dude, our navy. If, if somebody's tapping on shit with sonar and what they're going to pick up, and and like I said, I'm saying sonar, and I'm sure there's something way more advanced than where we're at now. That's all. Like, dude, our 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 capabilities. If they were still alive in that thing, as they were saying, like, "Oh, we hear tapping," we, they'd have snatched that shit up immediately. I mean, like, I'm not sure if you. So cool. I think right now, if you said uh, Vladimir Putin is in a submarine, uh, like an untraceable Russian submarine somewhere in the Indian Ocean, I don't know that we could find him because the ocean is just that big of a motherfucker. Like it is so big and so vast. How do you begin to? Sur- I mean, you can't. It's not like looking for... We can't find dead bodies on the land sometimes. You know what I mean? Yeah, but you're talking about a submarine. Mm. That I, I don't know. I, maybe, maybe not. I, just, I, I think that our tech... Like you said, you take about... You take the knowledge of what you know of what we already have, and you probably multiply it by 10, because... The, we never know what we have. I like, think the government to allows the you to I think know. we have caught up enough with what they've released, because think about the... I mean, we it's been it's been a long time since we've had some radical advancements like what we've we saw. We've got invisible aircraft. What? There's 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 like, well, which is funny. They've got a, they've got a way that they've making they're making airplanes with multi level like mirrors on top of them and shit like that. You don't even you can't see these planes. These things fly invisible because there's like it's essentially reflective on top on bottom on bottom. So when they fly, you don't see them. It's news to me. I yeah, heard of that exactly. Uh, and that, and that's the only reason I've seen half reports on like the, the funny videos of like the weird like Google searches where they found these things, but like mm-hmm. they've got the ability to make themselves invisible. So the other uh, thing that's supposed to happen, I think it's tomorrow, is there's supposed to be a UFO whistleblower. One of these guys talking about like he's you know saying that we have the technology from it's 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 not of this planet. And it's like all the stuff we reverse engineered. I think we're nearing a point. If you want to believe in that stuff, I think we're nearing a point where we have reverse engineered what we can. And it's going to take some, like, they don't have to crowdsource this thing. Let everybody else have a crack at it to figure out, all right, what's the what's the quantum 
leap technology that we're missing here? What's the what's the hole in this? And maybe that's why they're starting to actually entertain the possibility of talking about it more and more because there's just been so many advancements that seemingly come out of nowhere over the last 50 years. And well, You're going to find the people that, I guess, have already done it. Like, uh, not, not that, but find people like Elon Musk and mm-hmm. Richard... Um, uh, what's the guy with Virgin? The Virgin, Virgin yeah. Mobile guy. Um, um, Richard Branson. Yeah. And those kind of guys that have, just have money, have the ability, and, and, and have people that'll, that'll figure it out. Like, I mean, I'm sure there's plenty of smart enough people that, that nobody knows of that can pull it, but it's going to be some of those guys with the funding they have to be able to oh, pull some doubt. shit like that. That you know, I mean, I mean, dude, Elon's shooting rockets in space and then landing them. On a platform. On a platform. That's back like up a, like that's yeah. That's like Where it's like we're like, oh, we're gonna we're gonna launch the these ocean. damn tubes off and now they're forever in space. So see you later, bye. And now they're coming back and landing on a twenty by twenty platform yeah. in the middle of the ocean. I was just like essentially and, and almost like I, I guess it's pretty much like not re- remote controlled. Mm-hmm. But that was the other thing about the Titan too, is like that motherfucker was going down with a damn like PlayStation Xbox remote. or Xbox or yeah. PlayStation, PlayStation controller. Like, oh man, on, I saw dude. so many videos of people breaking it down on how dumb it because like they made the inner shell out of carbon fiber, which it's like that's good for race cars, but it ain't gonna hold up to the pressure of being a mile down in the ocean. It just it's not well, for that. And there were there were interviews, I guess, a year prior where they're talking to him. They're like, "What about this?" And like somebody's asking about this, that, and they're like, "This looks like kind of just like hodgepodge, like kind of put together." Well, there was also and you know, like, the CEO said something to the effect of, "I don't want to hire a bunch of old white guys. I want young people who yeah. are like eager to learn and all this stuff." And it's like, "All right, well, uh, yeah, you take that attitude and." See what happens. Well, now we see what happens. But he 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 also like I guess like the interview was talking about he was um he was saying the same kind con- of, of the external components don't necessarily matter. He's like because they're external, they don't need all the like the, the, I guess I don't know the right word. I don't want to like completely fuck this up, but it's like they don't need all like the, the testing because like they're going to be external, like they're going to be okay. He's like what matters is the hull of the thing. What matters is the actual capsule. He's like, and this has been tested by NASA, and it's durable, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, I don't know. The whole thing is just kind of weird, dude, with, with you're going to put me in a, in a, this capsule. It paid, what, 250 grand a piece? Supposedly 250 grand, and it's only sealed from the outside. Ugh. You got one window. Yeah, dude. Count me the fuck out. That but see, this is why I never joined the it Navy. Was like one guy with uh, his son on there too, a sixteen-year-old yeah. kid. Yeah, uh, he was nineteen. You know, so, and, and he didn't. And ask, he didn't even want to go. Let's go ahead and let's go ahead and pose this question for you. Did it really happen? I well, think so. Did it implode? I think were people on implode. it. Implode? Were know. people on it? That's the question. I don't see why not. I mean, I mean, I, 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 you know, I, I look into this stuff because I, I find it kind of interesting. Like, is it real? Is it not? But there is, I mean, from what I what I found so far, there is no video of these people actually getting in the sub. Uh, there is no video of the sub actually taking off with the people in it. Mm-hmm. There is no, I mean, you think a, a big event like this. I know this thing has been down to the Titanic supposedly a couple times, but a big event like this where you're taking the CEO of the company, you're taking. They probably would want their selfies. You got yeah. a point there. And so, and there's none of that. So the other component too is that you're talking about this thing had essentially four billionaires and a son of a billionaire on there. Now, if someone generally gets to the point of being a billionaire, they're not an idiot. So if this dude tells you like, "Hey, we're gonna control this thing with a fucking PlayStation controller," 
And by the way, when we put you in here, we we lock this shit from the outside, and we don't get out until someone that's unlocks the, it. That's the part that really fucked like, me up. I gotta imagine that people that are are you would assume, obviously being the key word here, that if you went into the submarine for two hundred fifty grand, like I gotta assume the people that are billionaires that. I, are, you would assume are generally smart because they didn't get to be billionaires for no reason for the most part, would be like, hold up. I don't care that it cost me $250,000 because that's 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 like a $20 bill to them. But you're going to put me in this thing with a fucking PlayStation controller? An off-brand and, one, too. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. And, and, and then, like, I'm absolutely, like, I'm, like, deadbolted. In, or not deadbolt, but I'm, like... Um, Oh God! What's the damn? Why am I thinking like the the bolts? Yeah. Anyway, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah send that data. I'm thinking about the car. Like you know how like uh, impact call? impact. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. I mean impact wrenches in on this bad boy. Like and that's the only way that I can get Man, in and out. Like come on. Exactly. I'm gonna go tell you right now. What, one the only way for me is in and out of a, of a submarine is for you to undo these bolts on the outside. And then not only that, you're gonna tell me I only have what. Four days worth of air once we go down. If well, no, no. So, south, so is, now the four days of air. We're four, in Marty's basement because this is all small money mindset. <laughs> when you got big money mindset, yeah, fuck it, everything's gonna work out. That, these guys, I, I, I really truly think that these guys probably felt pretty invincible and probably thought everything had to be okay. It's, now, it's been down there before. Let's go do it. Now the four to days. Them, the four to days. Them, this is literally like you know, I'm gonna go ride a horse today. The four days of oxygen is supposedly after if something bad happens. Because like because they had a line apparently that was like leaked to them. So like when that thing's running, it's it it, it was a continuous a, flow. A like, line a line that go that will run from the boat all I the way think, down. I, let me say this. I don't know. I I think the way that the the function of the I, the line was the guideline. I think the way that it functioned though when it was running properly. It it's self supplied oxygen. I get that, but does, does it does that line go all the way down to the Titanic? I don't necessarily listen. I don't know if that line, line. I don't. I don't know if that line was the actual oxygen line. What I'm uh -huh. saying is that like they had a line that was like tethered to them to kind of gotcha. like, I think help. And I think when it was functioning the way that the engine everything was set, I think it was self sufficient on oxygen. Like the the ninety hours or whatever it was was additional. Like if that if something cut off. Now it had 90 hours of like self supply. Well, that's oxygen. the whole thing. It had to be called a submersible and not a submarine because there's a difference there because it was tethered to the surface. There was like a command vessel, yeah, that yeah. would that was there to. And, but, then, and, but then you talk about technology, you tell me that we don't have enough technology in this world that that damn submarine could go under and have communications with the boat on the surface, but all, all shit went sour that day. I, I don't know. Well, they, I actually read the transcripts or what were supposed to be the transcripts that got leaked, but these could have just been someone making something up. And eventually they just stopped responding when like they were, the, the surface vessel was asking for checks on specific things, and it seemed like they were like trying to dodge trying to dodge what they were asking, like, hey, what's going on? What's your, um, not altitude. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What's your depth? Yeah, what's your depth? What's your velocity? And they actually did get to a certain... Velocity or a certain depth, and something was going wrong. It was it wasn't like a leak. It was um, some 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 instruments started malfunctioning, and they were mm -hmm. like, "All right, we're gonna resurface." But when they tried to resurface, they couldn't get any velocity to go up. 
I'm gonna tell you right now, at that point, I'd have been shitting a brick. Well, yeah. why is that tether like, bro? You better hoist that motherfucker up, dude. <laughs> I'm just saying. If you're gonna if you're gonna tether me to something, I would imagine it's strong enough to start pulling up. Like, dude, you better. I don't know. I know. Well, look, I don't know. this is why I don't care how much money I ever have. I ain't going to space either. What? Yeah, you right there. Nope. I, it's dude, the same bad idea in the not, opposite direction. I'm not, uh, yeah, exactly. I ain't locking my ass. I, yeah, you right. I ain't locking my ass in shit. And, and yeah. just seeing what the fuck happens. Like, hey, listen, we're about to shoot you into freaking outer space at 9,000 miles an hour. Hold on. Here we go. I like but to go other, fast. I don't want to go The other component fast. is I can't believe that billionaires saw this motherfucker pull out a remote control. <laughs> that was a fucking PlayStation controller. And be like, get in. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're in a big club. It's like, well, he's a billionaire, so must be. He must know what he's doing. He's going to be on this I thing guess, too. I, we got to be good. Maybe, you know what? Maybe you I mean, get, the CEOs maybe in you, here. Let's do this. Maybe you get so much money that you're comfortable about. I think it. they but get. I, I think they get like, a bulletproof mindset. I really do. I just my ass, dude. If I'd have gotten that thing, he's like, hey, I, is, and this is what we're going. I was like, hang on, that's what you're using. You know what? And Let I hate out. to say it. I uh, knock that door. Hey, knock that's that door. That's PlayStation, not Xbox. Nah, I'm out. <laughs> Get me the I hate fuck to say it, out, man. my dude. But you know what? You just do not see white. You do not see anybody but white people doing this shit. You do not see like Saudi princes and shit like that. They got all the. They literally have more money than anybody else on the planet, even though it's off the books. They ain't on these fucking rocket ships. They ain't on these damn submersibles nope. going under the water, bro. They're driving. They're driving. Two million dollar Lamborghinis through the desert doing yep. dune jumps, doing crazy shit, but they know enough to keep their ass on solid that ground. Was, that was the well, it's not like I said, and, and I say all this with with the fact of like I'm not laughing at any of these people's expense because if they really did perish and all this shit did happen, like it's unfortunate. And I, I don't wish that upon anybody. I don't care how much money you got, the situation like that's not you gotta funny. know it was at least they at least went fast. But yeah, when it when it happened, it was done. Mm-hmm. Um but what I will say, the, the joke that kind of popped up, it's like, you know who you don't see at the bottom of the ocean? Black people. Because yep. they're not doing that stupid shit. They're like, nope. dude, fuck. <laughs> oh, you want me to do it? They nope. would have seen that controller been like, nah, bro, I'm good. Nah, I'm nah. good, dude. Can you imagine? First of all, they're hey, not getting a submarine anyway. Say, can you imagine? They're going to see that water and go, nah, I'm good. Well, but look. <laughs> can you imagine yeah, some white up, nerd but. pulling out, like, it, uh, they're trying to sell, like, let's say it's a bunch of rappers. Let's say it's Jay-Z and Lil Wayne and a bunch of people. It's like, they pull out that controller and just the clowning they must have roasted they the fuck got, out of like, them, dude. Boy, get the fuck out of here. You want what for me to do what? <laughs> nah, dude. You can keep that shit, dude. I'll, oh you know God. what? I'll play Titanic from the home. Nobody makes fun of people better than black people. No. Mm-hmm. They'd have I roasted promise. The, they would have roasted the dude. They, I, I don't think you'd have seen, a, 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 I don't care the amount of money they have. I don't think you'd have seen a single black person so, ever get in the sub. And then, if, and, and then if they ever happened to get in there and then they saw that controller. It wouldn't Game even be, even if they, even over, if they let that controller go. What what would they say when they started closing that door and started bolting it from so, the yeah, outside? Yeah, like, no, <laughs> no, no. Because look, they, there's a, there's the context of like they, they don't allow we stupid had, shit like that to happen. We like, went to nah, a very dude, black high school. There, and we had no some control. friends that would come along for our little white boy shenanigans every now and then. But there was always a moment when they were like, "Nah, y'all y'all too crazy. It's too much. Y'all too y'all on y'all on some dumb shit." And they would sit back and watch. And, and then would, we've also been on the vice versa of it. Well, we and, and it's just funny as well. Being, we're like, we've been on the other side. We're like, hang on, y'all about to do what? Oh man, y'all, hang on. Do you, hey, you do know that I am white in a wild ass neighborhood right here, okay. Magic City, <laughs> Friday night. I was talking. You know to, what I look like, right? I was talking to somebody the other night about going to. I don't know how many. If you ever went, or if you didn't, how many times you went? 
Vegas Nights when it was open for a little oh, bit. Oh, shit. No, I never went there. Hell oh, no. boy, dude. I went a couple times. Well, no, that, that was that Taj Mahal place. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, yeah, no, no, yeah, no, no, yeah. no. I knew better. Dude, I, that I, was, I didn't that grow up here, so I don't know anything nah, you're talking yeah, dude, about. It was this a, place that dude, literally now, looked like a miniature version of the Taj Mahal. It's on 41 by all those car dealerships. It might be torn down now. I'm sure it is, uh, but it was like a nightclub spot, and I want to say they had like hot tubs in there and shit I like that. I mean, you would know better. Apparently, you went there. I didn't know. I just remember going, and and obviously we were we were quite the minority, but we had a bunch of cool people we went with, man. So it never felt like that. Plus, like I said, just going up like the schools we went to, like when we did, like it didn't, it never felt like that. Like because of like having so many black friends and like Spanish friends, and like they, it never felt like that. But when you went into the place, like you were clearly, you know, we brought three white people in there, and there might have been one or two more now see the thing is but we always had a good time man like it was never it was never it never got crazy it like well i mean it got crazy because it was a fun club but like it never got over the top because we were there by any means see like, the it was thing always is always a good time if you're cool in that situation you might be the coolest motherfucker in the room yeah and that's, and that's good roll. everybody's on the same level but yeah you fuck around and you oh uh, you'll find, find out. out roll up on the wrong girl you talk to somebody somebody's baby's mama or something like that it's like then it's a real problem. It was. Then yeah, you got a real be. problem on your hands. So uh, you, you stay in your lane. Try and carefully. That was a. Uh, like I said it was. Yeah. It was a fun time. Like we had some. Dude, we did some wild shit. Crazy shit we did. School, I grew up in Texas, so the craziest shit we did is throw corn at cop cars and. Man, it was just some stupid shit like that. But I heard they eat corn the long way in Texas. Uh, you, don't be jealous. <laughs> 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 Sound like you want to try it. Uh, my dumb ass one night, dude. No so, comment. <laughs> what an idiot, dude. My dumb ass one night, we were off one of one of our like main roads we used to be on. And like it's this cool spot that it was like four wheeler trails, but it rolled right off the side of this main road. And being a dumb idiot freaking kid, we thought it'd be funny that when these cars rolled by, we'd throw rocks at them. I might have been and with so, you for this. You might you might have been. Talking about right there off Callaway. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So we no, thought exactly it'd be funny is. to do this. So like these, this cars, like we go up and like we could see these cars, like kind of walk up to the edge. You see these cars coming over the hill. When you duck, duck down by the side, you can throw a rock. Like they can't. The cars can't come down there. Uh-huh. Like if you don't have a, if you don't have a, a truck, you're probably not going to get down there. But it's mainly four wheeler type trails because it's an old golf course. Um. So dude, one of the times, man, I'm being a Freaking idiot. I, I go up and look. I see this car coming down. So I back up, stand up. And you're timing it. Because, like, you can see their lights coming down the road, but they can't see you because they're kind of tucked down this little gully. Mm-hmm. So I throw this rock, pow, right in the side of this car. Dude, it's Cobb County Police Officer. Blue lights. I mean, it hits, pow. Whoop. Lights turn on. So whoever was with us, I don't remember how many people were with us, but whoever was with us, like, immediately just For roaches. sure it was, it was me. You, Eric, uh, Eric an, was there for sure. An, an individual of uh, Hispanic descent, and uh, our short friend, who mm-hmm. is uh, a great, a great dude. I don't want to say his name. Yeah, fair enough. So that happens, and all of a sudden, like we just, like, like as soon as it hit, dude, it was pow, lights on, flat. Like, I mean, he stopped almost as fast as he. I mean, he's going forty-five down this road. Mm-hmm. That's what you know, forty-five, fifty, whatever. And it just, bam, lights on. So we run back into into the course now we knew the area 
But now we're running back because but your truck was out there, was it not, or your car? No. So we had gone oh, back there because a, 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 we a, a girl that I was dating at the time, like she lived off of there. So like mm-hmm. there were tra- kind of trails you walk through, like there are trails to get back there. So we start running, but also at the same time, like when you start running in fear, you're not running in all the right direction. So like two of us go one way, two of us go another way. We were all like got up, and, got up and split, and so like kind of rolled through. Like I mean, you probably run 200 yards. Now we're kind of hiding, but it's like, what do we do? What do we do? What do we do? What do? We do? What do we do? So I was like, dude, I, we got to keep going, man. We got to get back to the house. So we started cutting back. And I'm like, I, I, you know, this is old school. So, like, I, we just started getting text messages. It probably cost me, you know, 45 cents to send one. But we're like, yo, where y'all at? Where y'all? Trying to find out. Because I can't remember who I got paired up with at the time. But, like I said, the, the four of us got split up. So I was texting one of the other guys that wasn't with us. And I don't remember who it was. But, like, where y'all at? Where y'all at? And they didn't respond right away. I was like, dude, we got to go. Like, so we start making our way even further back. And mm-hmm. we're trying to get back to the original route to get, you know, if we can get to this to this trail, we can cut back through, cut through the house and get up. We can run back. So we finally get, and finally get a response. Like, we're over here. We're like, dude, we're cutting the trail. Keep running back, running back, get to the trail. Sure enough, go all the way back, get find it, cut up through the houses, run up, like run straight to her house and like roll up in there, man. And I was like, They never what? caught y'all? Nope. Never did, dude. So we, uh, so fucking it, just dumb, dude. Like, and I honestly, like, I don't, don't want to say, I don't, I don't, yeah, 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 I don't, don't do I don't want to say corn. I regret it because it was, it was a funny time, but like, it's also stupid, dude. Because like, yeah, obviously we injured cars. Like, I got my car messed up a couple times because of just kids being dumb. So probably karma coming back. Yeah. Um. So that was one of them. The other one was remember we used to drop freaking. The ketchup and mustard packets off that bridge over there by Russell. Uh, that's all you. I no, I ain't never come on, dude. Bridge. So there was a spot over by one of the old schools back where Michael used to live. And when you went down this road, the only like when it came up, it's this one little single single road. Mm-hmm. When it went over this other road, there's no. Like, it, it would take you ten minutes to get to this spot. The way it just perfectly went over this road, there was no because on the road you were on. If you if, if anything happened, dude, you had to drive up a mile this way, cut back around, come back same like either direction. It it, it took you ten minutes to get to if if you even You'd knew where it was at. That time. It took you ten minutes to get there. So we thought it'd be funny. We would take these damn um, we would take these coffee filters. We'd fill them with ketchup and mustard, and as people would drive under the bridge, we would just let them go. It hit the window and just bam, splatter everywhere. <laughs> That's dude. at least less destructive. <laughs> Way less destructive, but still, you know, dude. So we we did that several times um, because it was less destructive. But you do it, dude. I mean, you drop these filters, man, and it would just hit, pow, dude, just explode all over the window, dude. Just being a freaking dickhead, man. No damn way. Um, did y'all do that to a cop car too? No, never a cop car on there. But it was a couple times. The funny thing I'll is that like we had the, people, we had people rock, stop. We had no idea that was a police car. I remember about the time the rock left somebody's hand. I was like, that looks like a Crown Vic. Oh shit! Bow. Blue lights. Just, <laughs> gotta so go. we we had the we throwing the corner of the cars. We were throwing. You know how corn fields are. They're tall. I mean, yep. taller than me, and I'm I'm six two. And so we were throwing corn. At, at these cars, and all of a sudden, Buddy throws one, and the same thing. Like, had no clue. You could just see the car coming, and all of a sudden, blue light. So we start taking off. Well, all of a sudden, about 15 cops show up because there's about 10 of us out there. And so we're all running through this cornfield, and they got their flashlights on, and one of my smart-ass buddies is like, well, we could see you because you lights, you fucking pigs. Oh, Click. I was like, fuck. <laughs> now I can't see anybody. And uh, Andy was a good buddy of mine. That's not his real name, by the way. 
Uh, so Andy was a good buddy of mine. Him and I stuck together. Uh, and so we were running, and we ran right into one. And I go, whoop. I Literally, when I say ran into him, I literally ran into him. Fell back. And then I was like, oh, fuck, I'm out. So I took off running again. Uh, they caught out of, out of the ten of us. They caught Tommy, who was about 300 pounder. <laughs> love Tommy to death, man. I love you. Uh, but yeah, they caught Tommy that night. Hell so. of an offensive lineman, <laughs> dude. He he could run some people over. But I tell you, uh, I tell you what, they caught Tommy that night, and I was like, "Fuck!" Uh, about a week later, we're at a party. <laughs> I, I walk in, I'm like, "Man, this party's gonna get fucking bust." I mean, you just you just he know there's it. yeah, there's cars up and down the street. There's no parents home. They're blaring the music. So I'm standing there, and I look down. I'm like how the window was. I could look down the street, and there's just cop cars lining up. So I waited. They pulled up in the house. There's probably about 70 people at this house. And as soon as they pull up, then no lights, no nothing. They pulled up, and they're all getting out and trying to walk around the house. I was like, please. <laughs> Fucking roaches. Guess mm-hmm. who gets caught that night? Damn oh, Tommy. Tommy. Couldn't Damn get over the, Tommy, Tommy couldn't get over the fence. Damn, son. <laughs> oh, man, well, it was great. Andy and I were jumping fence trying to help him. That's what and they say about the jungle, right? You ain't got to be faster than the tiger or the bobcat. You got to be faster than your friend. That's yep. it. We're helping Tommy over as many fences as we can, but this this officer is just gaining on us. And Tommy's like, "Just leave me. I'll, I'll take a hit. Just leave me." Like, Tommy, you, you just took a hit, Tom, my dude. Man, I know, but Tom. I mean, but shit. Shout out Tommy, Tommy. couldn't run. Tommy, shout out for Tommy because man, Tommy Tommy went to jail two or three times. We went and bailed his ass out because of it. All right, I want to tell one. I want to tell one, uh, and we'll wrap it up on this because school night and shit. And you were here for this. My 18th birthday. Mm. You remember what we did on my 18th birthday? I went and bought a shotgun. I do remember that. And we decided oh, we would yes, go I out. I do remember that, yes. We, would go, we thought we were going to be outside the city limits, but we were still very much in suburbia. <laughs> and uh, no. we get over to our friend's house, and this happened to be our black friend who was down to do some crazy white boy shit every now and then. It's, I can't believe and he, he lived, allowed us to do half the shit we did. He that lived, was, was funny. He lived in a neighborhood that was, like, you know, pretty standard, right? Like, it was a pretty standard neighborhood, but he lived well, was, on a lot that old. had a bunch of... Yeah, it was an older It was, it was like an older-style neighborhood, so like houses had more property yeah, yeah, yeah. in between them. So you're about talking about acre half, acre, half acre, yeah, acre lot, like, like between each house. Like it was a little And he was on the corner where he was on a, a, a lot that backed up to the woods. Mm-hmm. And so we took... Was it two or three trucks? I think it was uh, three. We took two. No, we took mine and yours. So we drove... We drive our truck... No, because remember, our short friend was with us, too. So we took three. We drove three trucks back into the woods because there was a little... There's enough of a clearing that you could drive back there. We're all most of us are 18, some of us are 17. I'm I literally turned 18 that day. I bought a shotgun. We drive out there wow. and well, let me cut you. It, we, was just, it was just the two of us. No, he wasn't there. He was there. No, he wasn't. Oh, okay. Well, we can argue about that later. But it, it was, was at least it was, two it trucks. Was, it was your car and mine. It was, it was your least, car and mine because it was at least two trucks with probably like four guys, four girls, mm-hmm. some kind of combination like that. Yep. We drive back into the woods because there's just enough of a clearing. It wasn't, it wasn't a road. It wasn't paved. It wasn't even dirt or gravel or nothing. But there was just enough of a clearing through the trees where you could fit a truck through. He there. had a county. He had this weird county clearance, like because they had a little path and there was yeah. giant like a couple like sewer manholes. But it was, it was like in some the service woods. stuff. And it was, it was a, serv- a little bit of a service uh-huh. road or something back back behind it. We drive back, couldn't be more than a quarter mile, and we're like, you know. We can't see any houses, so surely we're safe to do whatever we want back here. Bro, we start firing off that 12-gauge. Yeah. We're just, just popping off into the woods, just kids playing with a gun, literally. And uh, we do that for 15, 20 minutes. We drive our happy asses back out. And I'm not kidding. When we So there was a road that came off the main road, kind of on the corner there. 
And when we pull out through his yard, it's, you have to you have to go through his yard. So this this yeah. service road literally runs like it almost it weirdly stops behind his like yard and house. You have to go through his front and then side yard and then turn. There into ain't no it. hiding this. Yeah, we are pulling out of this little service road, driving through his front yard. Everything's good. Yep, and from all directions. I'm not kidding. It, it couldn't have been less than 15 police cars. No, all directions. From the back of the neighborhood, back behind where we were, from the front of the neighborhood, from that side corner road, all just converge on us all at once. And they've got the loudspeakers out. Roll your windows down, hands out the window. It was movie shit. So, so guy immediately guns drawn. So Jer- immediately guns drawn. Pulling and just, so pulling through this yard. Jerry had now pulled onto the main onto the his like yeah, I'd road. Onto the road. I'm still in his yard. And all of a sudden, like he says, these cops come flying out of everywhere. And it's like, bro, they're slinging Crown Vic sideways. Yeah. Stopping them from both. Like it was, like I said, it was almost movie like because there's they're still some jetting down the road. Some are coming off another road, but they come out and they're slinging count Crown Vic sideways to stop them. Flipping lights and coming, and we're like, because this wasn't this was this was a neighborhood, yeah, and it wasn't exactly the the worst place you could be. It wasn't inner city, but you know, there's some known problems in there. Yeah, so they pull up. They're thinking we got a gunfight on our hands, right? Some like you know, young gangs or whatever going after each other. All all people know is there's gunshots in the woods. So they got you know loudspeaker, hands out the window, you know, open your guns on you. Yeah. Open the door from the outside. Keep your hands where I can see them. The gun's drawn. Pointed right at us. I'm probably 15, 20 police. Maybe even more because, yeah, I don't know. But do the whole, you know, hands behind your head. Walk backwards to me. Get on your knees. All this. Man, we go. So they get, they one by one get us out of the trucks. We got girls with us. So they put all the girls in one car. I think it must have been three girls and like four of us. It was exactly. Something like that. Put yep. all the girls in one car. Put three of us including our black friend. It was actually, it was me, Martin, and our black friend, whose house it was. I uh, don't want to say his name, because he's a good dude. And uh, they put the three of us in another car, and then one of our other, our other one buddy, uh-huh. in another car, by himself. Now, And then all three girls in the other yeah, car. Now, we get our story, we just tell the truth. Because, like, honestly, I'm like, we're outside the city limits, we're fine. Like, we were just shooting gun in the woods. I'm fucking country. This yep. Ain't no damn problem. What do y'all... And, and that's what the gun's that, legit. What the do y'all gun doing? is legit. Like, look, dude, we're just shooting a gun, man. We thought we were good. We are shooting at... We had we, we set some stuff out on the ground, on the road, so, shooting stuff out here, blah, 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 blah. Like, we're just... Our one we're buddy, shooting a gun. Our one buddy who's sequestered and who is notorious for not exactly cooperating uh, is in another <laughs> car by himself. And he's... He's... I don't know these people. I didn't touch no gun. I don't know nothing. Blah, blah, blah. He probably didn't even want to give him his name. All this shit. And so he's giving him trouble. We are in the back of this police car for an hour. A legitimate hour. The girls, the girls all cooperated. They're probably crying. Um, We're in the back. Me, (laughs) so they left us alone for a while. And God, I wish these tapes were public because we just started... We just started freestyling and, and rapping in the back of this police car, and and that seemed like a good idea at the time. But then, eventually, I had to pee. I had to pee so like one of the worst times in my life. And I'm like, you know, when somebody when a when a cop would walk by, I'd like try to get their attention, like you know, hey. And finally, one of them opened up the door and he said, said what? And I said, officer, I need to like I, I'm not. I just need to pee. I need to pee. He slammed the door on me. 
Minutes go by, they come back, they start getting us out, and they like tell us, like, all right, your buddy's not cooperating. Everybody so else's story is lining up. Your buddy's not cooperating, and this is gonna be all y'all's asses. Even though because it's my gun, right? Mm-hmm. So I mean, I figure I'm gonna get in the most trouble. I'm driving too. Well, I'm so, still in hey, handcuffs. By the way, by the way, sober as can be. Oh, yeah, sober as the day is long. And uh I'm still in handcuffs, and I'm like really I'm in some significant like almost at that point where you gotta piss and it's painful, right? Yep. I'm at that point. And I'm just like, officer, I really like I I if if you don't let me if you don't let me pee right here, I'm just going to pee in my pants. If you put me in the back of your car, I'm gonna have to piss in your car. Like this this is just I, I cannot hold it any longer. So this cop said, All right, son, if you can manage to piss with your hands handcuffed behind your back, I'm gonna let you do it. He wanted to see a show. So my limber ass at 18 years old i was like i think i can work this out so i like shove my i managed to get my my pants turned enough to where i could reach the zipper with one of my hands i undid the zipper and it was at that moment i remembered that i wore gym shorts underneath my jeans that day no fly and the cop howled he laughed harder he laughed so damn hard and eventually they just let me out the cuffs and they let me piss uh, and they they took it. They disassembled. I mean, they took firing pit. They took everything out of this shotgun. They, they took it in as many pieces <laughs> as you can get it. Put it back in the box, which was in the truck with the receipt. That's probably the only reason we didn't get in trouble. Um, and, and they just year, let eight, us go. Eighteen years old. We're gonna give you eighteen pieces of a shotgun, dude. <laughs> they they handed that thing back to me in pieces, and uh, everybody went home that night. And we so, all. So what? my question is, your buddy that was sequestered away by himself. Uh, y'all are sitting in the back of this car, all three of y'all together. Mm-hmm. Are y'all gone, man? This motherfucker. Oh, we well, we had a so good like idea. we didn't know till the very till till it's not right like towards the end. He wasn't a snitch. It's just that, like he yeah, was, he just said I didn't do anything. I don't know what he was trying. He was trying to play the whole like. I don't, I don't know I don't, nothing. I, yeah, I don't know anything. Like, and he's like, maybe you thought everybody else was going to do the same thing. Uh-huh. But he was like, I don't know anything. I didn't do anything. I didn't touch anything. I didn't, like, I don't know. And he's like, but they interviewed us. They All three of us, they interviewed all three of the girls. All six of us had the exact same story. We were so like, what are y'all doing? And like, well, look, it's his birthday. You bought a gun. We came back here and went shot, like, without real okay. Like, I mean, we're shooting at the ground and at, at stuff that we put out. Like, we didn't know. Like, you know, we weren't trying to, like, break the law like we thought we were okay we thought we we're outside <laughs> limits like we thought we we're good to go and he's like i didn't touch it i don't know and so the last thing one it. of the cops said i don't remember if you remember one of the last thing the cops said he's like he's like he's, he made a comment and it was like half slight he's like your buddy he's like your buddy over there's a snake or your buddy over there's something he's like he's like you guys all here have the same fucking story he's like but this dude said he doesn't know shit about shit about yeah. shit about shit he, he didn't do this he knew that he's like kind of dying kind of pointed the finger everywhere else except for him he's like be careful, yeah. And that was his warning. Like he's like, just be careful. And he wasn't wrong either. And they and like I said, it was it was crazy, dude. This ended up being like a two hour fucking event. I mean, because it was fuck, <laughs> dude. They had, dude. The funny part about it. So coming out of his neighborhood, our buddy whose mm-hmm. house we were at, his sister, and his mom end up being home at the same time. So his sister oh, was yeah. probably seven, eight years older than him. So she's mid twenties, mm-hmm. and so they're arresting all of us. So. Me so when we pulled out of here, Jerry had him and our buddy in 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 the car, and then all three girls were riding in the bed, and I had myself and then the guy, our other buddy that got sequestered in my car. Mm-hmm. So they come through and pull everybody. Well, when they're arresting our friend whose house it was, 
She's like, you know, his sister's on the front porch. They're like, because I mean, it was a fucking ordeal at this Hollering. point. She's just she's like, why y'all, what the fuck are y'all doing? Why are y'all wrestling? Like, it's bullshit. Like, what is going on? Like, because they wouldn't say shit to anybody. Because mm-hmm. they were teaching, dude, this might as well. But you have to real like, those police no, really did think they were rolling up no, on a game fight. straight up. I mean, look, I, look, the way we were firing that shotgun off, they had every right. Because, yeah. I mean, we weren't, it wasn't like a pop here, pop 50, here. Yeah, it was like dude, 50 well, like, we were busting rounds through it. Like, I mean, we were having a good time. And we weren't thinking that it was going to be that big of a deal. So... <laughs> They came in. They came up here when I was younger. Dude, they came. They came very much prepared, and so it was like I'll never forget. There were rifles out, and it was. It was. It was was, like I said. It was so much. Like like I said, he's not lying when he says like fifteen cars because one of the one of the officers that had a fucking gun on me. I don't know what rank they were. It wasn't a. It like this wasn't your standard police issue. Like this motherfucker had like a like a forty four magnum looking revolver. Mm-hmm. Is what they were walking up on us on, like, it, and I ain't mean, talking about the little snuff. Like, this was a goddamn Barney Five fucking like dirty popper, gun. dude. Yeah, dude. Like, <laughs> when I'll never forget them pointing that at, and I was like, bro, that's a fucking hand cannon, yeah, dude. Yeah. And so when and like so straight up, she's on the porch. Like I said, our car was parked in their yard. She's yelling at them, like screaming, like the fuck are y'all doing? Why are y'all doing this? Like this is bullshit, because they're arresting everybody. Well, yeah. I thought we were all going to jail. All right, I, dude, I, straight I up. The best man. part of this for me is looking at it from the police side. Oh, it's because yeah. I'm like, man, every one of y'all, y'all would have been on your face eating shit. Uh, you would have been at gunpoint, well, shotguns. Let me say oh, this: they, they, they had us. They, they look, we man, were. They did, look, they did we the were, whole shit. Like I did. Like when I got on my when the, they had me, you know, hands behind my head, walk backwards. We were very respectful about it. I mean, obviously, yeah. like I mean, so the whole time now, now as and soon we as were not what they over, expected when they pulled as up. As soon as they pulled up, I mean, you're talking about so because they went one by one, and so they got his truck first and started working the way back. Me and the other dude had our hands hanging out our my window for probably thirty minutes. Jesus, because they they, they legitimately obviously they went one by one, grab cuff, search, da da da, move back, grab cuff, search, move, move while everybody else is holding. so like we're sitting out with hands hanging out the window in our seats. Hands out the window, probably thirty fucking minutes, close to. It is a miracle that we didn't even have any weed on us too. No, not a damn nothing, not a damn nothing. At least I was smart about it. Huh. I can I, I tell no, you. No, like, no, I wouldn't say we were smart about it. I think it was very fortunate because there was a very good possibility yep. at that point in our time that, like, the fact that nobody had a single type of drug on them. Drug and like I said, we weren't, over the, we weren't over the top by any means, but the fact that there wasn't, like, a weed or somebody had a damn, like, Xanax or a football is is kind of like we were sober as shit. That's the funny part about this. It is was like a school night. All the dumb shit. I remember we, going to school the yeah, next day. All the dumb shit we've ever <laughs> done. Stories the next day. <laughs> yeah. All oh, the man. dumb shit we've ever done. The, the fact it, we it started meet, going around the school. Crazy. It started going around the school, and then they called my parents and were like, they've tried to get me on some school shooter shit. I think I got, matter of fact, I'm pretty sure I did get suspended, or at least... I had to have a talking to because one of the teachers called my parents, and that's when my parents found out, like, that's when I had to show. Like, they didn't even know I had the. I don't even remember if I told them. If I, I think I told them I bought the shotgun, but I didn't tell them what we did with it that night. And then they found it, and Dad helped me put it back together. Dad was just laughing because he's a good old country boy, but Mom was, mm, she was not happy. Mm. Just, uh, you know, like, and that was the funny part about that is, I guess, and as, as just to state again, 
that was one of the most sober things we've ever done in our life. And that was probably one of the most <laughs> like fucked up situations we've ever been in because we've been in some pr- completely wild situations, completely blackout and, and fucked up. And well, now that we had a couple of drinks, extreme. now that we had a couple of drinks, y'all want to go play with some guns? Uh, absolutely. Dude, Hell yeah. I am never against playing <laughs> with guns. I got a car upstairs, man. So, well, Dan, dude. Appreciate you uh, coming back through. Man, I'll be it's here anytime always, you ask. It's always back always to back good. to back. I'm, just, I'm telling you. Always good to learn about the Coast Guard and, uh, you know, just yeah. the route I didn't take. That I Somebody might. had to stay home and take care of the ladies. Yeah, well, clearly, thank you. Thank <laughs> you for doing your, your civic duty, I guess. That's it. Mm-hmm. Public uh, guard at your service, baby. Hey, look, that's what we're here for. You know, <laughs> if you didn't know, now you know. Gentlemen, good talk. Yes, always. Thanks for being here in the bunker with us, and uh, we'll holler at you next time. Adios.